Welcome to the Trout World Podcast, and I'm Jay. I'm Gene. This is where we like to talk about finance and have fun doing it. So, Gene, today's topic is student loans. How do you feel about student loans? And what so, should these students know about student loans? What should people be aware of? So, Jay, we're spotlighting student loans, but I'm going to introduce our audience indirectly here. We're live today at North Hills High School, just north of Pittsburgh. Uh, for our remote viewers, Jay is wearing his North Hills colors, which I'm sure the audience all, all recognize, red and white. Uh, we're going to talk about student loans, not in the nitty gritty, deep definitions. We're going to talk about immediate decisions high school students have to make. And then as well for college students and parents, just some very quick call to actions. Before diving in, let's just quickly address some terms and decisions. Our audience is mostly seniors, some juniors. Um, the choices you have with student loans. First of all, you're not alone. 44 million Americans have student loans. Um, I teach at a couple of local colleges. It's a subject that can be intimidating from a high school senior perspective. Don't be scared, you got this. Uh, to give you a comparison, 122 million Americans have credit card debt. So student loans, far, far fewer of us have this. Student loans, they're, they're a pretty good deal for the education you get most of the time. I have, this is, this is maybe to be scary, I have seen one student in my teaching career with over $500,000 in student loans. That's a huge number. I'll tell you the story after the podcast ends. Uh, my med students tend to be about 200,000. That's high, but that's their full cost of going to med school. My traditional undergrads, uh, more in line like 15 to 35,000. Just to put some, some context around what I typically see. Uh, some quick definitions. You have a choice. Um, and we're going to be doing some live polling today, which will be cool. It's going to give us some interaction while we're doing this. Uh, you have a choice, federal student loans versus private. Most of us are going to be doing federal student loans. We're going to have a choice of what's called unsubsidized or subsidized student loans. When the government helps to subsidize, it simply means that they're going to be paying that interest rate for the four years that you're in college and maybe after, depending on what you go. If you do the opposite, if you go with the unsubsidized, it just means that not technically from the day, but very soon thereafter, you will be responsible for the interest rate on your loan. But let's step back because there's two ways that we don't, one we think about, one that we don't think about as often to reduce our student loan amount. Grants, kind of obvious, right? Grants, yeah. Less obvious, and we were talking about this beforehand, Jay, get a job, all right? get a job while you're in school. You can do a work study, which goes immediately to tuition, but you can also have a second job outside of the work study that you can then use for tuition or for your loans. Uh, work study was an option. I went to Allegheny College for undergraduate, Carnegie Mellon for graduate school. When I was at Allegheny, work study was seven bucks an hour, but I was able to teach swim lessons to the children of the faculty and make 20 bucks an hour. 20 was more than seven, so I did a lot more of that. Think creatively, use your skills because the second half of our podcast, we're going to talk about opportunity today and the lower your student loans, the more you can do really cool stuff with that money. Um, Jay, I want to step back. Uh, you're a senior at IUP right now. Right. What is some of your experiences with student loans? When, when you were a high school senior, were you nervous? Did you feel confident in what you were about to do? Or... Uh, <clears throat> My bad to cut you off. Um, in high school, I had like mixed emotions because 
you know, I was like banking on sports and I felt like I was going to get a scholarship and would be going to college for free. So what, what sport did you play? I used to play football back in high school. And, uh, you know, some circumstances didn't turn out the way I would have liked it. I ended up getting hurt in high school. So chances at a scholarship were out the window. So then I had to start thinking about, okay, next level after high school, how am I going to finance college? So then I, I was just thrown in it and I had to start thinking like, okay, how can I finance it? And I had no clue like where to start. I mean, you can talk to your guidance counselors, but like for me personally, she recommended CCAC and usually there's like a stigma around community colleges and you don't really want to go there. But I actually ended up going there um, when I had transferred from IUP, when I had switched a major and then I had went back to IUP. And I wish I would have made a decision to initially go to CCAC because the cost was way cheaper and I saved and I got the same education and the professionals were just as good and high quality. So it's just like so knowing what resources advice, you have. When you were in high school, did you get you got the advice to consider? So CCAC is our local community college here in Allegheny County. Did you get that advice from a, a counselor? In high school, you can't arrive at your at your own. I got that advice from a counselor in high in high school, but I didn't take it. You know, you're in high school, you're kind of stubborn, you think you know everything, and you kind of wanna you want to just have a college experience. Like you you just get out of high school, you're like, all right, I want to have fun. I just want to go experience. You know, so I think that was a big part of it. But um, now with the knowledge I have, like going into college just for like people, like with the knowledge I can share. Just be just be in the know of the resources that are at your fingertips, you know, being able to finance school and everything. So you once once you got into college, was it a topic that you thought about? Were you like your freshman? You probably weren't thinking you were, you were looking for a good yeah. time. You weren't thinking about student loans. I wasn't thinking about it. it. wasn't thinking about private loans. If the, if I had to pay the government or a bank, I wasn't thinking about none of that. And so what, to, how do you feel about it now? Now, because you're, uh, you're pretty close to getting to pay them back. Right. Um, I feel all right because I understand the decision I made going into college. It wasn't like a surprise. Like I had to fill out loan documents myself in addition with like my parents. So I knew like I would eventually have to pay it back. But sometimes people don't know because you can just sit there and spend money. Like, like you were talking about the credit card debt. You have access to your credit card if you have one. And, um, uh, People just use it and think it's money you don't have to pay back. Like, no, someone's, <laughs> you're paying that back. Jay's story is one we don't often think about. He had a plan to go to uh, college on a football scholarship, and the plan didn't work out. Fortunately, he didn't put his head in the sand. He adapted to that new arena within which he was doing. <laughs> Jay is uh, one of our team members here at Troutwood. Super psyched to be working with him. I love the way it worked out for you. I, I mean, obviously, wish you could have chased your football dream, but right, pretty proud to work with you. <laughs> right, me too. And I, I learned a lot. Um, and I think students struggle with not knowing where to go. Because even when you're a college student and you get on campus, you're a freshman, you know, you're in a new environment. You're like, okay, who do I go to? How do I finance this? Some, some students drop out of college because they, don't, they can't pay for certain semesters. You might have a hold on your account and you might not know how to finance it or you just can't afford it. That's when people have to quit school and go get a job or just making sure everyone knows like the repercussions of the decision to go to college and just 
know that there's resources out there. It's just a matter of asking and being intentional with your actions. I'm going to help lead into one of the questions that you're going to ask uh, for our live polling here with two, two kind of observations. One, to our live audience, you have an incredible teacher in Mike Polano. Uh, I know you're just starting the semester here. You will know that two, three months from now, potentially a life, delete potentially. It's a life-changing class if you, if you pay attention. Uh, last night, I had up with about 25 college students who were talking about student loans. Uh, all were seniors except two. Two of them were juniors. And the, the shock for these seniors was they didn't realize that tuition was going to increase every year of college. So they had budgeted for a dollar amount as seniors in high school, but then each summer or before each semester got the tuition increase, which meant they had to rethink or borrow that little bit more. Be cognizant of those sort of decisions now as you're thinking about it um, versus getting surprised with that letter. Uh, the second, Jay, how do you feel, and this will lead directly to the question you're going to ask the audience, how do you feel that the college resources were? If you had a question, could you go to the financial aid office? Were you comfortable talking to them? Um, I was comfortable talking to them, but it was a matter of me not knowing what to ask them. So it was just like, uh, what do I ask? You don't know what questions to ask. So my advice would be just go and ask questions. Like if, even if you're confused, if, if you don't even know what to ask, they'll start going through different resources. And my questions for you guys, what are, like, you can answer at the end of the podcast, who do you feel most comfortable going with, going to to speak to about financial aid and uh, college and talking about loans and debt? Like, who, who do you feel comfortable taking these conversations to? It's a good question. If we're afraid to ask a question, we're never going to get the answer. I, I was that way. I was mega shy in high school and in college and very intimidated to ask questions. I regret that. Ask questions. In fact, I actually, I'll, I'll encourage everyone to do the live survey. Hop on your phone right now and answer the question Jay just asked. Who do you personally feel most comfortable asking a student loan question? Is it a, is it a teacher here at school? Is it a, maybe a family member, a friend, or is it one of your college um, financial aid office as you're doing your applications? Uh, the question left unasked, you'll never get an answer for. I want to zero in on, on kind of call to actions from a high school senior making a very big, this is your first, it, it's always fair to talk to a high school audience and say, you have the world at your fingertips. That is a fact, particularly freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors. Once we turn 18, we become legally bound to the decisions we make And the first big money one is for most of us student loans. Could be a Roth IRA on a positive opportunity side. It could be your first job when you start getting your, you know, your tax documents in the mail. Um, welcome to the real world. When it comes to student loans, being the magnitude of this, being that first legally binding decision you make, consider the whole, whole, whole picture. Don't just, maybe a, a perspective in hindsight, I talk on a lot of college campuses. The students seem to have fun on all of them. Uh, so I think maybe the first question you should ask is assume you're going to have fun everywhere and ask if you can afford it. Because if you can't afford it, the financial stress that comes with the burden of that decision lasts long past 
college? Honestly, like when I first went to college, now I really think back, man, I was stressing. I'm like, $20,000 debt? Like, it's a huge dollar amount. Yeah. But like, but throughout the years, I started to learn. Like, when I was telling you guys, I used to ask questions, and I'm a finance major. So I started understanding like how debt is put to work. But initially, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I can do this. Like, well, Jay, you're, you're unique. The first time Jay and I grabbed coffee, um, you have the ability to listen and absorb information better than most people I ever met. Like almost like an intensity when you're listening in a conversation. I think it's your thirst to learn. Uh, so you took ownership of that decision. $20,000, it was scary. And you could have made a choice. Jay had a choice. Just borrowed $20,000. I'll worry about it in four years. Or he can choose to learn everything he can about that decision, recognizing that that was just the first decision. And how he chooses to repay it will have some big, big choices. Um, I want to just jump to our college student listeners who are, who are listening remotely. Don't put your head in the sand. The first question I always ask a college student audience is, are your student loans fixed or variable? We should have done a polling question on this, but we didn't. Yeah. Fixed interest rate means that if Jay borrowed at 5%, he can count on paying back a 5% student loan. If Jay borrowed at a 5% variable interest rate, that number is going to go up or down based on other you know, predetermined measurements. Our students last night, the 25 college students we were hanging with last night, one of them had a, a variable student loan rate that had gone from 4% to 7% mm. as interest rates had done this over the time that, that this uh, student had borrowed. That's a big deal. You know, budgeting at this, but now paying this, that's a lot higher. Said differently, a f just a personal opinion, but a, a fixed rate just eliminates uncertainty. On honestly, I had to experience like freshman year, I had a hold on my account for the second semester and I didn't really know. So I started looking into it and uh, I didn't know where to, where to go to finance it. And I'm talking to like my roommate and he's like, oh yeah, I took out a loan for this and that. And I almost took out a private loan, not knowing that the rate was way higher and that it wasn't a fixed rate. And then uh, for some reason, I don't know how, I just didn't end up taking out the loan. And then I ended up going to the financial aid office and I started learning about the, um, the subsidized loans that I could take out, like from the government, which was at a way lower rate. And uh, I definitely feel like that was valuable. I feel like if I would have took out that private loan, I would have probably messed up my experience and the, my costs and my debt would be way higher than what it is now. So personal story. Um I love my wife more than anything in this world. Uh, when we got married, she had $140,000 of debt to pay for college. And some of that was private cost of living loans. We're not gonna go down there. That's just a box we're gonna just not even visit. You guys will learn from our experience. Just don't do cost of living loans in college. Ask uh, Mr. Polano <laughs> why. Uh, he can take that knowledge. Jay, I'm looking at the feedback from that question we asked. Who do you feel most comfortable asking about student loans? Family is the dominant answer. That's interesting. And then I see teachers number two. Um, that tells, uh, tells me we should encourage students to really use the resources within your school and within the colleges you're applying for. You don't have to be a student at a college to go to the financial aid office. If you're applying to a school, go knock on the door of the financial aid office while you're there. Learn before you sign. 
I want to jump to the next question in our poll and ask, uh, you can bring up your phones, ask, how do student loans make you feel? Uh, and it's a, it's a curious emotion. I, I see the spectrum when I sit down with college students, fear. I, honestly, I see excitement as well. Student loans are an investment in your education. They're an investment in yourself. Education is knowledge. Knowledge is power. It's a fantastic decision. We wouldn't be, we'd be remiss not to say as well, college isn't the only path. Right. Uh, I, was just, I was just about to get to that. Do you want I, to go for it then? Yeah, I'll go for it. I, I think it's still valuable, even if you choose not to go to college. Like, eventually everyone's going to figure out their own path, make their own decisions. But at the end of the day, even if you decide to go to trade school, you're, you'd probably still be paying some sort of money and having to pay money back. Um, it's just being cognizant and understanding like, okay, this is a legal document that I'm binding myself to and I need to pay this debt back. And I look at college like this. When I made the decision to go to college, I thought to myself, who else to bet on than myself? Because if I'm not successful after college, it's not just the school. I must have did something wrong or I'm not uh, maneuvering in a way to where I could, you know, uh, take advantage of college and, you know, my certification. So at the end of the day, I'd say bet on yourself, you know? I love that. Bet on yourself, but know yourself. If college isn't for you, hey, no big deal. I actually got a really neat email um, just yesterday afternoon. Uh, a high school teacher had sent it, a student of his who had read The Missing Semester a few years ago had sent him an email saying, thank you. Because of that book, because of your class, I actually um, started taking ownership of my, my financial future while I was a high school senior. And this young man opened up a dog grooming business. Uh -huh. To your point, I said, look, I'm scared. I can't afford college. The student loans scare me, but I've got this passion. And if I pursue this passion and learn it, and he now has 50 clients and is running a successful dog grooming business. So know yourself, have confidence in yourself. Uh, stepping back and kind of continuing on this theme, we've hit the immediate decisions for high school students. We've told college students to simply go to your financial aid office and understand if you have fixed versus variable, understand the dollar amount. To parents and to students to take this message to your parents. If your parents are sacrificing their retirement to save for your college, please talk with them about it. Please go home and say, hey, mom, dad, um, you know, I, I've got something you don't. I've, I've got time. And, and I don't want you to not be able to retire because you love me so much that you want to help me, you know, get, get through college. Uh, please have that conversation. 22 years old college senior with student debt is far less frightening than 55 years old. And I mean, maybe no, no money for retirement because of this. So please, that's kind of a personal challenge. Uh, this conversation historically is one that just hasn't, it hasn't been a dinner table conversation. It hasn't been a, a cafeteria conversation. It needs to be. I am confident you, uh, speaking to our live audience, you are gonna see examples this semester that you are gonna be talking about in the cafeteria. And your friends aren't gonna believe you because they're not in the classroom. They're gonna say, there's no way if I open a Roth IRA, this can happen. Yes. It, it, can happen. And I want to actually consider as we 
wrap up this episode, I want to, I'm going to challenge, give a homework assignment. Um, consider the opportunity cost. If you right now, this is speaking to our high school seniors, if you are considering college A and college B, and college A maybe costs $5,000 more per year than college B, maybe because you, you got fewer grants, maybe it was just a more expensive institution, that doesn't matter. I challenge you to do the math on if you, and you can afford both, that's a key part of this assignment, but you actively go to college B that costs a little bit less and you actively open a Roth IRA. Do the math, do the math on what that means. If you do that at the age of 18 right now, and I'm curious enough that I want to see the live survey on that. Um, if you have a Roth IRA, yes or no, check yes in the survey. If you don't, that's the takeaway. That's the take-home assignment from today's episode. Jay's got a Roth IRA. I have a Roth IRA. I didn't get mine until college, but you guys could be financially way better off than me if you start now. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Travel Podcast. Be here with us next week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you.